Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Real Rock Talk. This is Marion, your host today. This is Sunday, December the 22nd, um, as my microphone attempts to hit me in the face. So, here we are, just a few days away from the beginning of 2020, and I am still so psyched, and I've, and I've learned a lot in the last week and a half since we last spoke, and here's a here's the thing we're, we're going to just dive right into this today just not even going to uh, put in a filter we're just going to we're just going to go straight into it so here's the deal you know we we've done everything we needed to do to get prepared we've gotten 2019 out of the way as far as financial is concerned we've made sure that all of our uh, information is going to the right place we've made sure that we've gotten our uh, stuff together as far as making sure we have our budget set up for 2020. We uh, know what we made last year. We know what we spent our money on for the most part. We have really gone out of our way to see um, where what has been done in the last uh, 12 months. The other thing that we've also should have done by now in the financial aspect of it is just prepare. What are your goals for next year? Um, we talked a little bit earlier, uh, in earlier episode about the 2% budget, but let me throw a couple more things at you real quick. And then, and then we're going to proceed in the other areas because I'm really psyched up today. Um, I'm, I'm really been thinking about some stuff and, and a lot of things have come to me as of late. And I just want to share them with you today and for next week as we move closer uh, to 2020. So here's here's one of the things that I've been looking at that's just really been blowing my mind. So for instance, you know, not everybody is going to make a ton of money. Not everybody is going to do all sorts of things that we uh, um like to do or or you know we don't have the money to go out and buy a brand new car and things of that nature but but let's look at some things here let's make some decisions for 2020 that are going to be really helpful for instance look at your credit report if you haven't already done so you can get a free one through the federal government uh at uh, annualcreditreport.com that is annualcreditreport.com and that is a free credit report from each of the three major uh, reporting area reporting companies now the most of that depends on where you live so for instance if you live in the southeast like i do you're going to be looking at experian um, if you are living out on the west coast and the left side of the country you're going to be looking at transunion um, and then there's the third one whose name for whatever reason can, continues to escape me um, that deals with the midwest and the northeast so when you are looking at um, that, keep in mind that the same information that's going to be in one will maybe not be in the other two, depending upon the creditor and again, where you live. So because of that, you're going, you want to get a copy of each of those reports. Okay. Now, once you've done that, also take a look at your tax return from last year. Take a look at what uh, what your deductions were, what things you were looking at, and see if those are things that are anything in there that can be changed. Uh, maybe as another deduction, maybe you want to buy a home and you want to take a look at some things for that. Those are the type of things that you need to really take a look at. And um, as a self plug, and you're going to hear me plug this a lot uh, over the next few months, you know, uh, here, uh, my wife and I, 
uh, have MBNS Tax and Business Solutions, and we are uh, able to do a prior year review. We're able to help you with the IRS in different aspects. Um, so you'll hear us refer to the company a lot of times uh, here and there. So for one, you uh, want to get that prior year review. You want to make sure what you're what you've spent your money on. You make sure you've gotten all the deductions you're supposed to be getting. You want to make sure that you have done everything that you can do to lower your tax bill. Secondly, once you do that, take a look and see how much you spent on your tax return last year, how much you spent to get that prepared and get that sent in for you. Um, a lot of people like to get that big, huge tax return, and we're not going to have that discussion today. We'll have that later on in the tax year for, uh, as we get closer to April 15th. But one of the things that you'll also hear a lot of people to talk about is they want to get that big check. And too many times when I worked for one of the big box tax preparation companies, I saw a lot of times where you would see people get that check. And they would run into Walmart, cash that check, and they would go and buy all the clothes on the planet. They'd buy a big screen TV. They'd buy all this stuff. And then before the end of the tax return, the, the tax season, they come back bringing that stuff back because they need the money. So these were people who were not prepared financially on how to invest their money, how to save their money, how to move their money and make their money work for them. So that's another thing that I'm going to bring up as well real quick is that we also do financial counseling through Crown Financial. Crown Financial is a Christian organization, so they're not in it to make money. They're in it to help people who want to get help making budgets, getting spending plans, things like that, uh, and move forward in their lives. Because here's the thing that I'm going to bring together here. If you do better physically financially, spiritually, and emotionally, you are going to turn around and you're going to be a, not only a better person, you're going to feel better. People are going to see the difference in you compared to everything and every everyone else around you. And so that's the reason why you're going to hear me talk so much about changing and improving yourself. And those are the things that you have to think about over time, because that is the kind of stuff that what you want is that as you get better, as you improve yourself, you want to be able to take that success and move on to the next area. So that's the reason why we talk about dividing everything up into four sections. That's why we talk about breaking your goals down for the year into quarters. And then once you get it broken down into quarters, the next step after that is to be breaking it down into months. So you know it's three months per quarter. We got four quarters, 12 months in a year. And so let's say, for instance, you want to and I'm just going to throw this out there. You want to make a an emergency fund of at least five hundred dollars and you want to do that within six months. OK, so let's say, for instance, or, or let's just make it even easier. Let's say that you want that emergency fund because Dave Ramsey and others, including I say that you need to have an emergency fund of at least of a thousand dollars and you can do that in a year. So think about it this way. So that's $250 per quarter, okay? If you break that down, that is roughly, uh, quick math, uh, $250 per quarter. There's three months in the quarter. So that's eight, uh, roughly $84 a month. $84 a month, divide that by $250. 
four weeks, you're looking at $21, $21 a week. For many of us, that's your, that's a, that's a quick run to McDonald's or that's a quick run to Burger King or that's a quick run to uh, Zaxby's or wherever, wherever you want to go for fast food. Could you give up one fast food break a week for the opportunity to live like no one else later? Yeah, I had to use a Dave Ramsey quote there, but think about it. If you could give, if you could push that away for one week, just give up one and you put that in a money market account that will pay you every quarter for interest over $500. Imagine what you could do over time if you had $1,000 in the bank. With this kind of economy right now, I would almost go as far as telling people you may even want to consider, you know, doing going out of your way to do whatever it is you feel you need to do to make additional money in 2020, regardless of the political situation, regardless of the impeachment, impeachments, whatever you want to call it. What I'm really talking about here is exploiting the fact that this is the best economy that I have ever seen in my lifetime. And I have seen double digit unemployment. I have seen stagflation. I have seen oil embargoes. I've seen that in my lifetime. We are now looking at some of the lowest gas prices that many of us have seen, not seen since the 70s or the 80s. We're now looking at, you know, 3.5, 3.4% unemployment. In other words, pretty much if you don't have a job, you're literally not looking. It may not be the job you want, but use it as a stepping stone. Make your money now and then turn around. And while you're working in 2020, continue to start looking and improving yourself so that you can go out later and get the job that you truly want. But enough of that. We'll move forward. So here we are looking at your goals for 2020. And from a financial aspect, again, you want to have all of these things lined up in your favor. And once you get your taxes done and and get that done for for tax year of 2019, you want to make sure that whatever goals you have, that you break them down and you start getting there. You literally start getting there so that you can move forward. Okay, so the next step is physical. And again, you know, physical is your body, your health, because it's the most important of the four parts. In my opinion. Now, I do believe that your spiritual life should be much better and and it should be number one. But here's the problem with that. Well, it's not a problem, but here's my opinion with that is that if you turn around and you are literally looking at. Um, you being in an unhealthy state and you not being where you should be physically. The problem that you have is this. You're going to be hurting in the long run. And that will cost you financially. That will cost you emotionally because you're not going to be, most people become depressed. And then that will affect you spiritually. So your physical well-being is the most important thing here. So that means you need to think about eating healthy, getting shakes, um, losing weight, going to the gym. If you don't go to the gym, do what I'm doing. You know, I have a bike at home. Um, My mom over Thanksgiving told me, you know, 
it, it, it's it's a pretty nice uh, coat hanger because it's not getting used. But after thinking about what she said and, and, and some other things, it just hit me that I, that I have to take care of me. And if I'm not going to take care of me, it's not going to get any better. You know, I can hope and wish and everything else. But if it doesn't get done, it's not going to get done. And here's the thing that really gets me is the fact that there's so many different things out there. There's no excuse in today's society, in today's land, in today's environment. There is no reason why we should not be able to be healthier. We have every excuse out there to become fat, lazy slobs. Don't get me wrong. The TV is nice. There's some great TV shows out there. And my wife and I just finished watching The Masked Singer season two. And if you have not been a fan of The Masked Singer, if you have not watched The Masked Singer, I highly suggest to you that you watch it. Find it on Hulu. Get it on Netflix. Um, if you have cable, whether it's Spectrum or Xfinity, watch it on On Demand. My goodness, season two was amazing. But here's the thing. During that time, what else did you get done? And the problem with that is, is that if, if you're not developing your your uh, your faith, if you're not developing your relationship with your family, if you're not um, improving yourself physically, you're wasting time. And again, time is that one thing that everybody has equally. But the problem is, is that we don't spend it the same. So the difference between me and you and Oprah Winfrey, me, you and Bill Gates, me, you and Jeff Bezos, uh, you know, President Trump, whomever, is the fact that when we spend that capital known as time, the problem is, is that you don't get it back. You could go out and do certain things you could go out and make additional money and with that additional money be able to go out and and make up for lost time you may be able to go out and repair your relationship with somebody important in your life that you feel you need to, to make that up with but the problem is is that with time you just don't get that opportunity once it's gone it's gone poof not to come back and only one time in the Bible has the has God made time stop. So with that in mind, what are you doing with the time that you have? What are you doing with the time that is that God has given you? Make it count. Make every moment in 2020 count. Refocus. Refocus. And get straight with yourself. Make sure that you know what your goals are and what you're doing to get there. And don't let anything stop you from those goals. Because once you get healthy, once you start, once you start getting in a better, better feel with better energy and better, you have better self-confidence. And with that self-confidence, guess what, guys? You get to go out and do some other things that you, you know, you may get to try a little harder. You may get to do some other, th uh, you know, participate in some other things that you really want to do. And people will notice that about you. Losing weight is just a byproduct of it. The whole thing is at the end of the day is that you're improving yourself. And that's all this show is about is improving yourself. So the next count, you know, the next category out of that is, again, looking at your spiritual side of it. But let's just put this. Let's just put we'll talk about God in a minute. Let's let's go straight in, in, into talking about your emotional side. Talking about 
figuring out what you need to do this year for 2020. So let's look at it from this perspective. Part of what you need to do with your life in 2020 is to improve your relationships and improve your mindset. And the only ways you're going to do that, literally, is to become more educated, to be honest with yourself about who you are, and to be honest with what you want to be. So the question that I ha- the question that I ask you is this. Are the relationships in your life right now at the optimum point of where you would like them to be? Are the relationships that you have in your life as good as you feel they could be? And if the answer is no, if the answer is no, then what we need to do is figure out how do you fix that? How do you fix that? What do you do when you're not on this on the right page with your partner? When you're not on the right page with yourself? When you're not on the right page with somebody that you care about? Your mom, your sister, your brother, your kids. You have to make the first step and go fix that. Period. All there is to it. And you have to figure out how to do that. And once you figure out how to do that, it'll, all, it'll get better from there. But you have to make that first step. How do you improve yourself? You have to be honest with yourself. Are you you doing everything you need to do to become better? Maybe you need to go to school. Maybe you need to turn around and uh, pick up a class. You know, there are free classes. There are free uh, lectures that you can get on YouTube now. There's the TED uh, the TEDx speech uh, series that has different people on it that will teach you different things about yourself and teach you different things about about maybe um, the area of expertise you want to be in. The number one thing that most people forget is this: you know, most of the most of the big guys who know everything there is to know about their particular field continue to read. Don't just take it from somebody who does it every day. Read about it. Read from the people who know. Read from the people who, who can explain it all to you. And then sometimes do go out there and find somebody who is just as smart or smarter than you and offer to take them out to dinner or take them out to lunch. You know, I was listening to a, I, I listened to a lot of motivational speakers. I listened to a lot of different people um, in the mornings. And one of the things that, that, you know, you joke around with, but they, but uh, Jim Rome said it. And I thought it was interesting when he said it. He said, you know, find somebody who has a lot more money than you and ask him, ask to take them out to lunch. And then ask them questions when you're there. Listen to their answers. Sometimes it's going to be simple questions, you know, like, well, how did you, how did you do this? How did you do that? And they'll give you, they'll give you basic answers. Sometimes they'll tell you to go to school. But when you listen to them, if the, if the fact that they're willing to do do that should tell you that they care about you, they care about your success. At a time when most people don't care about other people, they don't care about humanity. And, you know, we can have that discussion all day long about whether or not it trickles down from the commander in chief or whatever. 
But at a time when you see people on the internet wanting to sell you courses on how they made a million dollars on Amazon. Grab somebody who may be a doctor or a lawyer or, or somebody who's in a position that you would like to eventually be in. And just ask them, what did you do? How did you do it? You know, there may not be a secret. But what there may be would be something that they tell you, hey, you know, try this, do that. You never know. You may get a phone call one day from somebody who says, you know, I remember talking to you and, and you know, I, I, I can't take this particular client, but maybe you can. You want to expand your world and expand the people that are around you. Because if you are one of 10 people and the other nine are broke, you will over time be broke. Why? Because you are that person who is going to be a product of the environment. That product of the environment, if everybody else is broke, guess what you will eventually be when you hang around them long enough. If everybody else is going out to eat five times a week. You're the single person who is eating with them, but you can't figure out why you don't have enough money to make your bills. You need to reassess. Think about what's going on in the world and then move from there. Because that is what's going to happen. Don't be a product of the environment. Change the environment. If you need to change a friend, change a friend. If you need to change things in your life, make those changes. But in 2020, we're looking at literally being successful. We're literally looking at stepping our game up. You know, maybe it requires us to dress a little bit better for when we go to work. You know, I used to work for a uh, for a call center. And I've worked for a couple of call centers in my lifetime. And and the thing about it is sometimes you can tell the most successful people in the call center have one of two qualities. They're either the ones who have the script and have the ability to talk to the customer and they make it their literal decision to solve the problem each time and every time. Dig a little deeper each time and every time. And those are the guys and women who continue to be the best at what they do. Period. The other ones are the ones who may not have the skill set, like the first group I'm talking about, but here's what they do instead. They dress the part. They step up their dress, and then you'll see them dress almost like they're going to church. Old school church, not the new ones, you know, because some of us wear jeans and t-shirts to church. But one of the things that you'll see a lot of companies talk about is they'll say, okay, we want you to dress business casual. You know, sometimes we want you to dress business serious, but some, but most time they want you to dress business casual. Why? Because the mindset is, is that if I can get you to dress the best, your mindset will change and you will want to become better. So, you know, obviously you can't wear a coat and tie to McDonald's and flip burgers. You could, but it's going to cost you a lot to get that suit cleaned. But here's the deal. If you work in a situation where you can dress up, step your game up a little bit. And if that means you may have to eventually buy a suit a year, buy a suit a year. Buy, buy some nice dress clothes once a year. To have something not only 
Not and and here's the thing: it's the idea is not only for you to be able to look good, but it's also to prepare you for any situation that you're in. My wife got a coat for Christmas this year. I bought her a nice coat because um, I knew she needed a new coat. And she looked at me and she said, you know, the funny thing is, is that when I look in your closet, you have something for almost every occasion. And I said, well, part of that problem has always been because I put myself in that in that situation that I will need something for a church situation. I need something to step up for, you know, where it's not just hoodies and, and sweatshirts. You know, sometimes you want to wear a nice jacket. Sometimes you want to wear, you know, a sports coat. Sometimes you want to wear something that's going to be that's going to be impressive. Because sometimes you just have to impress people. That's all. So when you do that, you want to what we're trying to do here is raise your self-esteem. And if you can raise your self-esteem, if you can if you can step your game up. Here's what we're looking at. When you step your game up, you're letting yourself and the world know that you're being competitive with yourself. You're being competitive with the people around you. You're being competitive to the world. And you want to let them know that I'm not going to settle for nothing. I'm not going to settle for just anything. I want to get up, kick ass, take names, and not let anything stand in my way. Period. And that's literally because if you don't do that, you're settling. 2020 is not the year for us to settle any longer. It's just not. 2020 is the year that we have to get up and we have to get going. We have to be the people that are going to decide that this is no longer acceptable. And that's the whole issue. We have to make that decision. Once we make that decision, then everything we do after that is going after that goal. Which leads me to number four. Guys, we got a we serve a wonderful God. And as I've said before, God does not want us to suffer. God does not want us to be depressing. God does not want us to do anything else other than thrive. When you read the Bible stories, Old Testament, New Testament, doesn't matter. He takes people who have are either simple, have an issue, people who we would think on the outside would either be losers. People who were not going to be one of those people who are going to do things in their in later on. And yet, what does he do with them? He takes them and makes them great. How does he make them great? He convinces them. He changes them. He gets them going in the right direction. He lets them know that they're loved and that he has great works ahead for them. And that when you have those great works ahead for you, that you are going to be rewarded. So if this comes off as a little bit of a sermon at this point in time, go ahead and get ready. Buckle down, you know, strap in because this is going to get fun. Guys, we live in a society today that doesn't want God in your life. 
most of the guys that I listen to in 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 uh, motivational speaking, they don't even bring up God anymore because it's not cool. But here's the thing. God blesses those who believe in him. And if God blesses those who believe in him, guess what's going to happen? It's going to act. He's going to do wondrous things in your life. But you have to be the one to step up and say, I'm willing to try this. I'm willing to do this. That's what's going to be the big thing. You can sit at home and say all day long, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And what what did our parents tell us? Can't never did anything. Why is that? Because if you don't try, it doesn't matter. If the greatest ideas, thoughts, and dreams die with you, it doesn't matter if you told 10 people, 100 people, or no people. Guess what happens? It will never move forward. And why will it not move forward? Simply because you won't you won't take the step. How do I know this? It's happened to me. I've missed out on blessings before. Simply because of the fact that I refused to take the first step. I was afraid. And because I was concerned or I was afraid or I was I didn't think I could do this or I didn't think I had this or had that or had the other. Guess what happened? I lost out. One of the biggest reasons why we're doing this podcast is simply because I don't want you guys to go, regardless of your age, regardless of your background, your color, your skin color, whatever. I don't want you guys going through some of the same stuff that I did. So if this is basically the bridge is out sign that you would see on on the the uh, and Smokey and the Bandit. Or road closed or the, or the road is out sign on, on the Dukes of Hazard. So be it. Guess what, guys? This is your, this is that uh, that time period where you're going. I'm trying to warn you because this ain't gonna be good otherwise. And here's what happens: we turn around and we attempt to do things that, for one reason or another, we think are great in the short term, but have longer term cons- longer term consequences than what we're prepared what we have been prepared for. And so, what ends up happening is when we start hitting the first part. The first problems or we start hitting the first issues, we decide that it's too much and we drop it. What if I fail? Well, here's the deal. If you fail, is that going to be any worse than where you're at right now? If you're living paycheck to paycheck and you try and fail, what's the worst thing that can happen? What? Maybe that you're a little bit further behind in your money. But it's no different from where you're at right now, is it? So at the end of the day, what we're really talking about is taking that first step forward so that you can be better. God does not want you to sit at home and do nothing. He wants you to get up and try. When you look at the guys in the New Testament, their biggest fear was being executed and killed. Well, guess what? They were going to be executed and killed for who they were following in the first place. Regardless of whether they said anything about Jesus, regardless of if they said anything about God, it was the fact that they followed that Nazarene that made them enemies of the state. 
If you're a Christian listening to this right now, think about it. People are not, some people are not going to like you because you follow God. If that's the case, so be it. But don't sit back and do nothing. There are three types of people on this planet. The ones that are in the game. The ones that are on the sidelines waiting to get in the game. And the fans in the stands. The fans in the stands will be the ones who will go to heaven and never receive a blessing. And they will be the ones who will be happy to be there. The ones on the the ones on the sidelines are the ones waiting for God to look at them and say, God, I'm ready. Put me in. I may not know what I need to do. I may be the rookie. But guess what, Lord? If you need me, I'm here for you. Let, let's, let's do this. And then you got the guys on the field. The guys who are trying, the guys who are putting in the work and digging. You can't go to church and expect everyone else to do one the one thing that you're good at. Literally, because if that's the case, what's going to end up happening is you're going to be the one everyone looks at one day and say, well, I didn't know you could do that. You could have been 10 times better than the guy who was doing it for us to start off with. We just didn't think anything of it because you never said anything. Don't be that person. Step up. Step up. Put your foot out there. Step up. Be the warrior. If you can't be the warrior, be the baker. Cook the food for the troops. If you can't do that, be the person. Be the water boy. Bring the water out to the troops. Guess what? In the NFL, the guy who brings the water out to the team during the timeouts and media breaks gets a Super Bowl ring just like the guys who played on the field on the 53-man roster. Why? Because the team owner realizes that the equipment people are just as important as the people playing the game. If you can't be if you can't help in one area, help in another. If you don't know what to do, ask somebody. Ask your preacher, ask your friends, ask your mom and your daddy, your greasy granny, ask God. Ask somebody, what can I do to help? If you know there's a problem, step in and help. I'm not trying to put I'm not trying to pat my back or or anything but I'm just I'm just doing this as an example. Those of you guys who know me out there and know me personally know I'm a really big person about food and there, and there's a story behind that from years ago when I trusted a company who laid me off to call me back. They had promised that they were going to call me back. At the time I had uh, three kids living in living in a house with my wife at the time. And we were waiting on the during that three week period for them to call me back. During that time period, I refused due to pride to go and get food stamps. My family suffered because of that. We didn't run out of food, but it was pretty close. And I and and, and it irritated me because I found out later that the company had lied to me. Now that decision. To not immediately address the problem. And I wasn't going to church at the time. So so I'll put that out there. But because of that decision. 
that had an effect on not only on my family, that had an effect on me because all of a sudden now my heart is broken because this company I just gave 10 years of my life to lied to me, laid me off and had no intentions of calling me back. And I did nothing to take care of my family who was my who should have been my priority. And because of that, that hurt me. That hurt my kids. That hurt my marriage to an extent. And so what eventually ended up happening was it made me mad. So the next thing I did was I bought a freezer. And I made sure that I swore to my kids that they would never, ever have to worry about the possibility of going hungry. So what happened? I turned around and made absolutely sure that freezer stayed full as much as possible. One freezer became two freezers. Two freezers became three freezers. And when we got to three freezers, we had, I had milk, I had veggies, I had stuff, I grew a garden, I always made sure that I had food. Now, why do I tell you that? Because although I can't sing, I can't preach, I can't do certain things in the world, but when somebody, when I found out that somebody needed food, we made sure that that person had food. Because although I couldn't do a whole lot, I made sure that they were taken care of. That somebody at least had a week's worth to get through. And with my new wife, we've done that even more so. And so in 2020, one of my goals, because we've had a lot of, we still have a lot of food in our freezer, is I'm going to clean that freezer out this year and we're going to turn around and refill it at the end of the year. So one of the things I plan on doing beyond all all accounts is is to slowly go through that freezer full of food why because i like to eat now i do know i need to eat a little healthier but i like to eat but in doing so here's what you're doing you're trying to solve the problem you may have you may be a problem solver and not even know it be that type of person in 2020 Let's get roll up our sleeves. Let's get ready to dig. Guys, you are so much more than what you've been thinking about the last year. You are so much more than what other people have been saying about you. You are so much more than what most people uh, will, will say about you to others. You are a value. Why do I say that? Because you are a value Because God made you. And remember that. Remember that there is a value to who you are. There's a value to your personality. Be that person that when you're not in a room, people miss you. Be that value that when you're not there, when you leave the company that you're leaving, people will miss you. People will be upset. That if something happened and you die tomorrow, people going to cry at your funeral. Now, I'm not saying try to go out there and be the most arrogant person out there or, or be snooty or what have you. What I am saying is this, guys, is that you have to have that kind of value in your life that when people don't have it, they miss it. Be that person. Be that person. And be that person that when you are running out there and you're moving forward, you want to be that person that when something happens, you are going to be the one that people look at. People can come to you for questions, that people can come to you for help. You want to be that person. 
that's what you want to be. Keep in mind, God loves you. Keep in mind that 2020 is your time to be their champion. Rise up, great warrior. Remember when Gideon was found, Gideon was found in a wine press sifting wheat. But yet in the Bible, what is he known for? Defeating great armies. David was the youngest, the least in his family, tending sheep. What's he known for? Defeating Goliath. Running the state of Israel. Defeating great armies. Guys, this can be you. So what? You weren't the smartest in your class. So what? You weren't the greatest in your in your church. So what? You weren't the number one person in your family. Guess what? It don't matter. Be you. Be the greatest you that you can be. And when you're the greatest you that you can be, it will be seen. It will be picked up. It will be loved and missed when it's not there. Guys, I am just so psyched up for this year. I really do believe that we're going to be we're going to be embarking on some new and great things. For instance, I know that we, we I have a new theme song that will be de- debuting next week uh, for the first of the year. I want to shout out to my boy, my, my brother, Noah Langford, and he is uh he he he's gonna he's my boy with music and I tell you what he can make some great samples. Um, he's got some music coming out uh, a little bit later on in 2020 through some other artists and through some of his own music. So we'll be talking we'll be talking with him and expl- and uh, going through that soon enough. Um, I w- I want to reach out a reach a shout out to to my to my friends back home in uh, Rock Rockholds Kentucky to Rockholds First Baptist Church. And, you know, guys, you, you guys have been absolutely amazing and loving to me and my family over the last few years. You know, as we hit the Christmas season, make sure that you're taking the time to remember why we're celebrating. It's not just about the gifts. It's about the love. It's about letting people know that you love them. It's about finding out, you know, um, how special you are to somebody and letting them get that impression in their head. You know, let people know that you that you value them. Let them know you love them. And it doesn't have to just be about the present, the gift. Make it be about who you are and who they are and let them know about the love. That's what we're talking about tonight. We're going to step off. We're going to step away for for a couple of days. Enjoy the Christmas season. I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Guys, we love you. Hope you have a wonderful and Merry Christmas. Be careful out there. And we'll talk to you on the flip side. Bye.